0: You are listening to Deliberate Living, a podcast that inspires, empowers, and encourages listeners to live life more authentically. My name is Holly Priestley, and I'm a full-time nomad and creator who has been living in my 1997 Ford van since January 1st of 2019. I travel the United States with my dog, learning how to live with more authenticity. I explore different ways people choose to ditch the prescribed life we've all been sold and live on their terms, finding freedom and happiness however they choose. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of The Deliberate Living Podcast. I am your host Holly Priestley, and this week, I am doing a solo episode and I'm going to tackle um a topic and some questions that I have been getting kind of a lot lately. Um I'm not quite sure what is happening in the universe right now to make people um send me these questions all of a sudden. Um, I think maybe it has something to do with the state of the world and the state of the planet, and maybe we all just need a little bit more. Uh, self therapy in our lives. But um, I've been getting a ton of questions lately about my journaling practice. I talked a little bit about it in my episode on morning routines. um, And I'm not exactly sure what number of episode that is I should have checked before I started recording. But I'll leave a link to it in the show notes below. Um, So I talk a little bit about my journaling routine in my morning routine episode. And this episode is going to be specifically about journaling Uh, why I do it, how I do it, um, any suggestions, recommendations I have for you guys, and then just some general questions that I have been asked repeatedly about my journaling um, addiction, my journaling habit, my journaling therapy. So before we get started, I want to take a moment to say thank you to this week's sponsor, Rerouted. They are um, a digital app uh, on your phone, online, where you can buy, sell, and donate used outdoor gear. We all know that being outdoors is another form of therapy. I think it is a very powerful one. If you haven't been outside today, maybe go for a walk um, around the block. Leave your phone at home and just enjoy being outside. They are committed to sustainability and improving access to the outdoors for all people. If you click the link in the show notes, you will get 10% off of your first purchase through the app. And if you are looking to offload some of your outdoor gear um, and do some purging, get in contact with me directly and I can help you get 10% off of your first five sales with them as well. All right. And so back to the episode, we're talking all about journaling. So the first question is, why might someone want to journal? And the answer to that is there are so many reasons somebody might want to journal. Maybe you want to have a catalog of your days in your life and you know what you did and how you felt and who you hung out with and where you went and what you saw and all of those things. It might give you something to look back on later. It might be a good way for you to track your progress if you're learning something new and you want to journal about it or if you're working on your mental health or physical health and you want to journal about it. It'd be a good way to look back and see your progress, see where you were before, see how you were feeling or potentially you you, know, what you, how you handled a situation before and how you might want to handle it in the future, etc. Um, I've mentioned multiple times that I use journaling a lot for self-therapy When I can have a conversation with myself and I can dig a little deeper into some of the feelings that I'm having or reactions that I'm having, or if I have a decision to make and I'm not sure which way to go, writing it down and helping myself therapize the situation can be very helpful. Um, Some people might want to get their thoughts out of their head so that they can get on with their lives. You know, if you have so Much dialogue happening in your head, you know, between your monkey mind and your, you know, scared inner child, or, you know, all the things that the world is bombarding you with that you should be doing, but there's different things that you want to be doing. And there's just so much going on in your head, being able to write it down and get it out of your headspace can really help you just move on with life and and tackle what's in front of you in the moment. Um, Some people might want to journal so that they can have conversations in a place that they might not be able to have conversations in person. So maybe they want to talk to somebody who is no longer a part of their life, whether they have moved away or not been friends or maybe they even died. Journaling can be a really good way to have a conversation with someone that you can't have in in real life. Um, And then, you know, a lot of writers like to journal because it helps them prime the pump for writing later in the day. If you can just start getting words out, they flow a little bit easier as the day goes on. Um, as a writer I I say it all the time and I can definitely attest that words are hard and so getting them started getting them out of your head and and helping you you know figure out what's coming next can be very helpful so these are just a couple of the reasons somebody might want to journal there are so many other reasons and if you're a journaler or you're thinking about journaling and you know you have reasons that I did not mention here Come tell me what they are so that I can share them with the world um, even more. There's a million reasons, and they can all benefit from, from journaling. The next question is, what does your journaling routine look like? And how do you actually journal and make it happen and like, not get distracted? Um, and so <laughs> these are really, really popular questions, or at least popular, um, if not direct questions, they are... Uh, feedback that I get from other people, you know, Oh, I tried to journal, but, um, and so for me, my journaling practice, as I said, in my morning routines episode, I generally like to journal very, very first thing in the morning. I, I want to do it before I do literally anything else. I don't even want to take my phone off of airplane mode. Um, I just want to journal first. I don't make tea first. I, I don't do anything. I journal first, first, first. And, um, so this for me is like part self-discipline, part experimentation. Um, and it's also like knowing myself and setting myself up for success, which comes from self-discipline and from experimentation. So my normal routine, journal first thing when I wake up, some days I don't get to it first, first thing right now in this season, specifically because it is like summer, uh, and I need to run. First thing in the morning sometimes because it just gets too hot later in the day. So sometimes I'll come back after my run and try and journal. It's much, much harder for me then. Um, and so for me, when I journal first thing in the morning before I go running, if I'm able to, that means that my phone stays on airplane mode um, because, you know, it was on airplane mode all night <laughs> for me. And if I have my phone available to me and and I'm getting the... the rings, dings, and things, and I'm getting notifications and stuff, I will get distracted, and I will want to check my phone, and then journaling won't be as fruitful, and it will take a lot longer for me to accomplish. Or I'll give up halfway in the middle, and that's not good either. So I leave my phone on airplane mode, and um, I just start writing to, to get it going before I get too distracted. Right now, most of my journaling starts with, here's what happened yesterday, here's what I want to do today, and then I'll usually get into some kind of, here's what I need to talk about. Here are some feelings I'm having. Here's a situation that I want to dissect, etc. So my journaling is kind of in three parts right now. Again, it evolves over time. Right now, as of this recording, it starts with, here's what happened yesterday. It goes into, here's how I want today to go, or here's what I have to do today, or here's what I expect or whatever. And then and then there's always feelings and stuff like that. And that's really like, the good, juicy stuff happens for me. And so sometimes to facilitate journaling, uh, I'll put on some calming music. Um, I like the Happy Piano Music playlist on Spotify. Um, Sometimes I just listen to the birds outside. But again, I try to reduce distractions as much as possible. Um, and so my suggestion for somebody else who is who wants to get into journaling and maybe doesn't know how would be to experiment with it and, like, keep it really loose and flowy and, like, let yourself off the hook a lot and just see what works for you and what doesn't work for you based on your personality, your needs, your goals, your lifestyle, etc., don't put any pressure on yourself in unrealistic ways. Like, don't commit to journaling every single day and then, you know, beat yourself up if you miss one and then just, you know, throw the journal in the trash and not even try again. Journal when it feels right and when you have something to say and when you have something that you need to work through or, you know, something that you want to remember or think about. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be a daily practice like it is for me. It doesn't have to be a weekly practice. Um, I find the best... Uh, benefits for me when it is a daily practice but some days I just can't get to it and I can't beat myself up over that otherwise I'll never get started again. Uh, The next question is about my tools for journaling and I think that this is a good spot to kind of slide it in here after talking about the routine and the process Um, and honestly the tools that I would recommend for journaling are whatever it takes (laughs) to make you want to write. So some people want to use a fancy notebook and a pen. It feels special and it feels inspiring and motivational. And it makes them want to like pick up their pen and start writing if they have a really pretty setup. Um, And for other people that that specialness can actually be a little scary and they don't want to use it in case they mess up or write ugly or the pen explodes or, you know, something happens. They like put too much expectations on it if it's special. So they might like something that is like really casual and totally not precious uh, in order to get their work done. Um, so, that is 100% up to you guys. For me personally, I use a basic spiral brown notebooks like you would in school, um, like a three subject or a five subject notebook. Personally, I like the three subject, the five subject, it has so much of those like little cardboard pieces with the folders and that gets in the way. Um, I'm not picky about my notebooks. Because I know, like, I've been doing this for years. Like, I have notebooks stacked on my bookshelf, just years and years and years of writing, and I just need to get it out there. So for me, it doesn't need to be expensive. It needs to be cheap. Um, What I do get picky about is the pen that I use. Um, My mom has always been a journaler as well, and she journals with a standard ballpoint pen because she likes the way the paper crinkles when you write on it. And I love watching that. I love watching... Um, the crinkly paper and you know you can see which pages have been used and it it looks it's very satisfying to look at personally for my journaling using a ballpoint pen that you have to press down on that hard um, hurts my hands and it makes me cramp up and then I don't want to journal because I'm in pain Um, so I like a pen that flows really easily so that I can just like write nice and smooth and I'm not fighting against the ink or anything and I'm not cramping up at the end of it my favorite pen for journaling is a pilot g207 maybe an o5 um, it flows really easily it's a nice fine tip pen um, it lets me write faster it doesn't hurt and it's available in most like grocery stores office supply stores dollar stores pretty much everywhere pilot g207 or 5 <laughs> Um your tools are going to vary and like I said with the routine aspect of it experiment see what works for you get something that you think will work try it out if you're finding that the notebook or the pen is instilling a sense of avoidance may like dig a little deeper figure out what that is is it too precious is it too special um or on the converse is it like too boring you know and you just don't want to use it or You know those spiral bound notebooks are kind of big like is that intimidating if you're just getting started do you want to start with like a really small notebook that you know you feel like you're filling up pages faster and it can be more satisfying or did you pick a journal that was too small and you have so much to say and you feel like you're just going through pages so fast um you know it really just depends on you your personality what you're journaling about and how your mind works what motivates you There is absolutely zero chance that there is a one right set of tools for every person, for every writer, for every journaler. Whatever receptacle you need for your word vessel, like works for you, um, is what you should be using to journal with. The next question is more about the content of journaling and it is, do you journal about something specific and do you use prompts? So as I mentioned briefly before, my journaling process right now is more, here's what I did yesterday. Here's what I plan to do today. Here are the issues that I'm currently dealing with that I want to write out, think out, self-therapize about. So usually 80% of the time, maybe less, maybe 75, 70% of the time, 70 to 80% of the time, I do not use prompts. I just write about what happened the day before, What what's happening today, and something that's going on. Sometimes I will get to the point in my journaling where I've already said what happened yesterday, what's happening today, and then I know I want to dig deeper, I know I want to journal more, I know I want to spend more time in that headspace, but I don't necessarily have like a specific issue that I want to address, and then I will use prompts. And there are a lot of places you can find prompts. A lot of the books that I read have journal prompts in them, whether it's like, direct and deliberate here are journal prompts, or, uh, or just more in the content, you know, I'll, I'll read something and I'll be like, Oh, that's a good point. I really want to think about that in the future. And um, to keep these prompts, I will put screenshots in my phone, I'll take a picture of them. And that way, I don't have to turn my phone off airplane mode to access them. Um, and I can see what prompts in the past have have appealed to me. I'll scroll through them and I'll find like, okay, this is, this one resonates with me today. And I will write on that. Um, sometimes I will be very deliberately trying to process through something or learn something or deal with, an issue, and I will spend so much of my journaling time just on that issue. And I notice that I like talk myself in circles and circles and circles and circles, and eventually maybe I'll come to a conclusion. Sometimes I don't. Sometimes it's enough just to get it out there. But the prompts can be a really good place to start if you know you want to write, you know you want to journal, you know you want to have, you know this this inner self dialogue, um, but you're not exactly sure what to say. Like I am definitely pro prompt. I just, you know, don't use them as often, um, as, as I just write about what happened in the previous day. Um, huge fan of prompts. If you're following me on Instagram, I have already started and will continue to share journaling prompts, uh, sporadically around, you know, what's going on in my life or what questions, requests, um, et cetera, I get from y'all. So if you have specific, issues or topics or whatever that you want to journal about and you need a little nudge in the right direction, you need some prompts, some questions, send me those and I will do my best to create some prompts for y'all around that. Um, The next question is, do you reread your journal entries after you write them? And the answer is sometimes. Sometimes I do. I generally don't um but that's not a never when i spend time working on my memoir i will definitely go back to my journals from that time period to see what kinds of things happened and where my headspace was in that moment because for my memoir i want to write about where i was then and now i'm a few years out from then and so my headspace is different and when i look back on the experiences My memories might be skewed. My feelings might be skewed because of where I am now. Um, So when it comes to certain situations, when I'm writing about my experience for clients, for articles, or for my memoir, I will go back and I'll reread them. Or sometimes uh, I'll find myself having the same trigger or the same feeling or the same discomfort around a situation that I thought I had dealt with. And sometimes then I'll go back and find a journal entry where I talked about whatever that issue was, so that I can kind of compare and contrast and be like, where's the sign of growth here? Why am I still dealing with this? Like, what do I need to learn from this situation? Um, but most often, I don't reread them. And I know that some very popular journaling trains of thought are uh, not ever, 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 ever to reread your journal, and You just write it down and you put it away, or you write it down and you tear it up and throw it away, or you write it down and you burn it. Um, or, you know, maybe you write it on a digital surface and then you delete it. Um, I don't do that. I cannot do that. I could not fathom doing that. Uh, but at the same time, I don't necessarily go back and reread all of my journal entries either. But if that makes you feel better and you don't want to keep whatever you're journaling and you're literally just like getting it out of you and then you just want to get the fuck rid of it, that can be really ceremonial and powerful too. So that's another option. Um in terms of how to journal and whether or not you should reread them. Um, And so the final question is, is there some measure of journaling that is appropriate? You know, a certain number of pages a day or for X number of minutes a day? And the answer here is no. Uh, There is no minimum requirement. There is no maximum requirement. If you wanna journal for five minutes, that's better than nothing. If you wanna journal for 12 hours a day, you probably have some issues that you need to work through and fucking more power to you please keep doing that um that sounds healthy and reasonable (laughs) uh I have my own goals for my journaling and just as with the journaling practice itself these evolve and shift over the years I used to just want to journal at all you know to get started to get it going um and then I decided I wanted to journal at least a page you know at least the front side of a page and then I wanted to do just the front and the back Um, And these days I'm up to three pages, so front, back, front. Um, And I don't always meet that. And I am trying, right now, especially the phase that I'm in in life right now is kind of (laughs) wild and a little crazy. And so I'm trying to be very gentle with myself. I don't always get my three pages in, but I do at least try to journal because I know that it really helps my mental health to do it. Um, And depending on the day, I can crank out my journaling in... 40 minutes to an hour and sometimes it takes two hours for me to do it and I know that that's not possible for everybody not everybody can spend 40 minutes journaling or two hours journaling so like I said if you're just getting started with it um or you just don't have the time five minutes is better than nothing it really will help your mental health and uh it'll benefit a lot of different aspects of your life huge proponent of journaling over here I think it can be so good for you for me it really helps me slow down my thoughts. I think very, very quickly. And I write much slower and I type somewhere in the middle. Um, So being able to type out or write out my thoughts on paper, I'll pick different mediums too. Um, Just to touch on that a little bit. Sometimes my brain is moving so fast that I have to type and I can't handwrite a journal entry because it's just moving so fast and I need to like just furiously type it out and and get it out of my head so that I can then deal with it. And sometimes I really need most of the day, most days, I really need the slow down like um handwriting. And I still I still write pretty fast, pretty messy. I don't know that most people could read my handwriting. Half the time I can't read my handwriting. But the the getting it out of my head and the getting it on paper helps me slow down. Sometimes I don't know what I think until I write it down. And then I'll just be like, writing down kind of stream of conscious. And I'll write something and I'm like, Oh, shit, I didn't know that's how I felt about that. Or Oh, crap. I never made that connection before. Um, And that's one of the most beautiful things about it. And I tell you what, I've gotten so much like self therapy out of journaling. And it's it's most it can be free, you know, because you can, acquire things to write on for free you know you can find little notebooks like places or notepads like in hotels or even napkins somewhere Um, paper is pretty easy to find pens are pretty easy to find would not recommend stealing the last pen from your local coffee shop when you write your receipt or whatever but in general journaling can be free it can also be cheap it can also be expensive but when it comes to actual therapy with an actual therapist, journaling is a lot cheaper and therapy can be cost prohibitive. Um, so would recommend journaling for, for that purpose, especially. So I think that wraps up most of the questions that I had received so far. Um, again, if you have additional questions or prompt requests or anything like that, send me a note, let me know. If you are a journaler, let me know how that's going, what your uh, particular... Um, routine is, how you like going about it, etc. Um, and as always, thank you so much for being here and being a part of the show. If you've made it to the end of the show, that is awesome and incredible, and I am so grateful for you. If you could just go ahead and give it a like, a thumbs up, a five stars, whatever it is on the platform that you are consuming it, that helps us get seen by more people. If you know someone who is thinking about journaling, wants to journal, send them this episode in particular. Um, and if you want to help support the show financially, I do have a Patreon specifically for Deliberate Living where you can get behind the scenes, you can get extra long episodes, you can get access to the rapid fire question mini that I have with my previous guests. Um, and as always, I hope you guys are subscribed, yeah, hit the notifications, whatever, find out when our next episode is coming out. I hope you tune in next week for another excellent episode. Bye!